Are you a service-based business owner looking to increase profits to fund your lifestyle? Well, this podcast is for you. We bring you inspirational guests sharing actionable tips to solve many of the struggles you face each and every day. And now, over to your host, Paul Higgins. Welcome to the Build, Live, Give podcast. If you're a first-time listener and you love what you hear, please subscribe. If you're a regular, thanks for your support. Everything that's said by the guests will be in the show notes, so it'll be fully transcribed. And believe me, there's lots of great value that this guest today. So what's the guest going to talk about? So they love to help mission-driven people to get their message out by defining their purpose and then tweaking that message so that they can help others. And he really goes through some key concepts that I must admit, like this topic to me was, uh, you know, obvious topic, you know, you know, define your purpose, et cetera. But what the way that this guest does it is quite unique. And he really talks about, you know, how do you define that purpose and link it to the message? And he's got a, a simple formula that really made sense to do that. He also talks about, you know, how, how do you take your clients from prison to paradise? And he goes into depths on that. And then the last one is, how do you find the deep insights into really what your customers are looking for? And he's got some techniques and he gives them gives them to you, which I've never heard before. So it's well worth listening. So what we'll do now is hand you over to Colin Scotland from colinscotland.com. Welcome Colin Scotland from colinscotland.com to the Build Live Give podcast. Great to have you here, Colin. Excited to be here, Paul. Really looking forward to our chat. Yeah, well, look, we we spoke in preparation for this, and I was envious on two fronts. One was just how well you articulate yourself, and then the second was on your setup. And actually, today I've had to add a third because I think your website also is is brilliant. So we'll you know we'll definitely have the link to that. But you got to check out Collins, but that's not the only reason Collins here today. So Colin, I'd love to know, you know, who do you help, and what problems do you solve for them? So I I help mission-driven people, people with a purpose, looking to effect a change in the world to really find this, their spark, the thing that keeps them going when the flaming arrows come, and then to articulate that to the rest of the world so that they can enhance and increase that impact. Great. And, you know, any specific types of people that have got that passion, that, that, that spark? Yeah, typically it tends to be coaches, consultants, influencers, people who've 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 got skills, people who've done their ten thousand hours in a, in an area in a field, and then they're looking to expand their reach, their impact, and to really find and take their message to a wider audience. Great. And what do you know about you know crafting that message, getting that message heard that many of us miss? I think one of the most difficult things is focusing on focusing on people who get it. So imagine we we sell a back remedy, right, that, that heals back pain, and we go shouting in the streets at people, "Hey, we've got this back remedy; it'll heal your back pain." We don't know of that crowd who's got who's actually suffering with back pain, and so we just kind of wildly go out shouting our message in the streets. Without that focus, imagine focusing on a pocket of those people, that crowd that are actually hobbling around because their back's aching. That the message might not change, 
but the way that it's received changes entirely. So I think one of the biggest things I see people doing or not doing is not focusing on speaking to the people who, who get it, who get what you do already. And, and otherwise you spend your time like literally banging your head against the wall, trying to educate the uneducated in terms of what you do. So I think, especially when you're looking to get some traction, that's, that's a huge one, huge one. Yeah. Yeah. And look, you know, we've all been, you know, taught so many times, you know, the, the, the money's in the niches of the niches and, you know, re- really focus down. And I know for me personally, last year I launched my own personal brand, uh, paulhigginsmentoring.com. And it was really difficult to say, well, what am I going to let go of to actually narrow down? Because, you know, I was a business mentor. I've got a lot of corporate experience, also got a lot of business experience. But I felt like, yeah, I was that the message, I knew what I did and my clients that I worked with really knew what I did. But people coming to me for the first time didn't. It was just like a, it was like a, you know, a, a, a noisy room, right? And there wasn't any clarity. So, you know, I've certainly got some help from someone to, to do that. And it's a continual journey. But, but is that the, the, the type of situation you encounter a lot with these purpose-driven people that have got great skills, but it is a noisy room? So look, we're all, every one of us, bigger than our work. The work that we do is a very tiny piece of who we are as human beings. So it, it's always difficult to feel like you are putting a straitjacket on. That's when, it, when we talk about finding a niche and really getting a laser focus on your messaging, it feels like you are putting a straitjacket on and then you're unable to be the fullest human being that you, you know and you, you realize that you can be. So you, you kind of feel like you are saying no to all of these other people that you can help. There's a, it's a natural thing. And I think that's what often causes a lot of the blocks to really narrowing down that focus. But the interesting thing, the interesting thing that it just literally knocks me off my feet every time, when we're able to be laser focused and say, hey, no, I don't work with that type of person. Hey, I work with this type of person. The world changes. People, all of a sudden, people go, oh, that's what you do. <laughs> and then the conversation so much easier. It's so much easier. And actually the people, even the people that you don't say, hey, I do this for these people, they resonate with you. It's like a magical thing. It's kind of the opposite of what, what, what our instinct tells us that we're closing off opportunity when actually the opposite is true. Yeah. And, and I remember back in my corporate days, you know, uh, someone once said to me, you need to be completely sick to death and bored of what you're saying before you know that other people are actually hearing it, right? Because you're saying it constantly. So you think, well, just because I'm saying it constantly, everyone else gets it. But no, it doesn't. So, you know, as a director and sometimes you had it, you know, you, you know, I've always got ideas and I'm thinking, well, you know, why can't I move on to the next idea? But until it actually got right through the business and people absolutely understood what you you stood for, you know, you had to keep yourself apart. And, and just quickly, what someone once said that, uh, you know, like the Coca-Cola brand, you know, you think about it as a marketing director, you think about it every minute of the day where someone that's actually consuming the product might think of it for about two seconds a day. So how do you get that message that's, you know, very noisy in your head, but it's got to get through the noise in theirs. So, you know, I wonder if you've got some examples where you've worked with some people to, to really, you know, hit that, that mark. 
Yeah, I've got I've got a, a ton of of examples like that, and really the common ground that that it all comes down to is connecting with connecting with the purpose. And when we connect with purpose, what happens is we find a meaning that is bigger than ourselves for our existence. And so uh, Viktor Frankl in Man's Search for Meaning, he talks about this finding of our, our purpose on this planet. Uh, and when we connect with us with a purpose that is bigger than us, all of a sudden the reason that we do what we do and the actions that we take have a greater appeal because they appeal to something that is outside of ourselves. So if we go around in the world focusing on me, 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 what can I get? How can I be great? How can I do this? How can I do that? Then it's very difficult. You're almost like, you know, when water runs off the back of a duck and it just kind of like pools and runs away and it disappears and it's never to be seen again. Your message is like that to people. It just kind of flows and disappears and disappears. Whereas when you're able to connect with your your actual purpose, the reason that you're on this planet, and let that lead how you show up in the world. Everything changes, not because necessarily your messaging changes. Often it does, but not necessarily that. What actually changes is how you show up. So, I mean, I work with a, a number of people who come to me and they say, Colin, I hate marketing. I don't know how to do marketing. I'm not a marketer. I can't market. And I hate all of this blingy, salesy, marketing-y type of stuff that I see out in the world. And yet they are rocking it in their business just by having conversations with people and doing actually what marketing is. And that's forging and making relationships. So when they connect to their why and their vision, and then they go on podcasts or they speak at events or they make the they have these conversations with people they're now not talking about themselves and what they do they're talking about why they do what they do they're talking about the thing that drives them forward about righting the wrongs in society so recruitment consultant looking to pioneer uh, remote recruitment for those that it's not accessible to in the world looking to make a change make a million people empowered to work remote so speaking about that message is so much more powerful. The consequence of that is more business. The consequence of that is a bigger list, a bigger audience, more people interested in what it is that you do because it resonates on a deep visceral level with the people that hear that message. And then another um, startup that are literally, their mission is to eliminate, eliminate bad experiences on the web and empower small businesses to have access to the, to, like a David and Goliath, right? To have access to the tools that are only, only affordable by the enterprises, by the big boys in the world. And so they're pioneering a change, a cause of justice in the world of, of user testing, right? It's a very specific niche, but just by going out and talking about that mission and that passion that the founder of that business has, that's changing the game because now people are on board People are wanting to be part of something that is that feels that really feels something for them in their in their you know in their emotional center, and really that's if we kind of narrow it all down, that's what it's all about. It's about triggering that sense of feeling. So there's a great quote that says, uh, "People will forget what you say, but they'll forget what you do, but they'll never forget how you make them feel." 
Yes. And so really the core of, of rock solid, laser focused messaging is in making people feel it's moving people towards something. And the best way to do that is have a connection to higher purpose and have something that resonates because we all feel a sense of, of injustice, inequity, of, of anxiety, of all of these things. They're common to all of the, was it 8 billion of us now on the planet? Yeah. Yeah. Well, China, there'll be a few more soon because China's just extended the, the policy to three children versus two, but yes. Yeah. And, and, and I suppose the key thing that's going through my head as you're talking is, you know, I'm nodding, uh, you know, we normally take it, um, you don't see me when you're talking, but for everyone listening or, or hearing, you're, I'm nodding and probably you're nodding as well, right? You, you know, philosophically, we, we all get it. But, you know, where I get a little stuck sometimes when you say purpose, like my purpose, you know, in a grander scheme is that, you know, more people donate organs around the world, right? That's, that's, that's a higher purpose for me because I've been hugely fortunate to have a, a kidney um, transplant and I know my children will probably, you know, it's a 50-50 that they'll have to have one and my mum passed from it, her dad passed from it. So, it's, you know, it's something that's it's real. And so that's my purpose. But how do I link that to what I do for people on a day-to-day basis? So can you have, a, you know, a personal purpose and one that is more related around business? Here's the thing. They are all one and the same. So, so we, we often think this is, this is business me, this is personal me, and, and never the twain shall meet, right? But yes. actually they are one and the same. So when the, 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 the journey that we're on in, in this lifetime is to really uncover and unmask and become the truest expression of ourselves. And, and part of that is embracing who we are fully into what we do fully. So the, 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 the meaning behind the, the, the kidney, the, the, all of these things for, for you, that's, that's baked into who you are as a human being. That's part of your, that's part of your makeup. And so, so really that, that then cascades into how you show up in the world. And the, the interesting thing about that is just by you articulating that, you resonate with that pocket of people with back pain, right? Metaphorically, yes, but you yes. resonate with that pocket of people in that crowd with back pain. So never shy away, never hide who you are because in hiding who you are, you're restricting how your, your message can resonate with people. So you need to really, uh, you need to really embrace that and m- make that unashamedly unapologetically part of your message because that's what's make what makes you you and it's your resonance it's your energy that resonates with others so so a few people thinking and you know i'm I'm thinking to be honest i'm thinking the same like well i've got a certain positioning then you've said that like is it something that you know and this might sound like an obvious question Colin, but is it something that you really need to get help from someone else to really bring that out in you? Or do you find that people tend to, you know, be able to see the label from within inside the jar, you know, find it themselves? You know, what, what works best? You know, you've worked with so many coaches and consultants. What, what do you find works best? So I, I, guess I'm, I guess I'm biased here, aren't I, Paul, because I'm a coach and this is what I do. This is my jam. Yes. So oftentimes 
you have that saying as a, as a consultant, right? You can't see the wood for the trees or a consultant will uh, take your watch off you to tell you the time. Yes. And and so, so, so there, there are the, all of those like funny uh, sayings out there, but oftentimes it can be helpful to have an outside in look because that reflection of what other people see and what other people hear you say can be the trigger for you. You do it. You you always do the work with a with a good coach. You always do the work, not the coach. All the coach does is reflect back to allow allow that beauty and spark and wonder that is already in you allow that to shine. And so you can do that without a coach, without an external help. You can. It's a journey. It's a journey of a thousand miles, right? And we're constantly walking on the journey. The the purpose that we have today is and will be different to the purpose that we have in three months time, in a year's time, in five years time. So I think you, you have to kind of, you have to embark on the journey and then how you actually, how that journey manifests for you will be different and unique and change. It might be a coach this week. It might be self-development stuff next week. And that's good. And it's all good. It's all part of that that journey. And and I know, you know, my team are, are going to probably listen to this one. And, you know, for me, the hardest thing I find on a practical sense is that, you know, it, it's like your purpose, yes, you get your purpose right. But I find that the message can sometimes change. And once the message changed once, we've got a whole now checklist in the sun of all the things that have got to change, right? But it's a massive long list. So what do you say to people that, you know, they, they, they're testing that message? It's not always something like you said that stays stable, but how do you get that to make sure it's consistent everywhere? That's a really interesting question. And I think when you've got a legacy when you've got a, a whole host of things that are out into the wild, then it it almost it almost can become an exercise in in managing the consistency of messaging. But the interesting thing is the core. What we're talking about here, the core. These are the 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 values, the the purpose, the mission, the reason for being for the business, for the brand, for you. And so often, what you find is. The actual words that we say can can and will vary. So there'll be a, a variable amount of messages out in the wild, and that's okay, providing that they measure up to our North Star, that they measure up to our why. So what we can do when we're clear on the, on the why, we can bring all of that messaging into the beam of the North Star and kind of say, does it fit? Yes, perfect. It, that's fine. It might not be ideal, but it's okay. It still fits that vision. Does it fit? Nah. Eh, eh, right. So we, we have to change that. And so very quickly, you can have that as a benchmark, as a yardstick for how you show up, for the way that you articulate your message. That doesn't really fit with, with, the, with our core purpose. That needs to change. And so it, uh, what can feel like a big and overwhelming exercise actually can become quite small and not not as daunting as you think. The other thing as well is this is an iterative process, remember? One of my clients, she sent me this wonderful doodle and uh, it was like a captain iterative, like this superhero with a red cape, like arm in the air, because uh, I use the word iterative process a lot in my coaching. Yes. So so you you do this, you don't do it and forget it. You do it, you're constantly evolving. So therefore it makes sense that your messaging, your the things that you say evolve and change just as we do. And so you can you can do this 
piece by piece by piece over time. It's not a big, a big scary thing to do. Yeah, great. And and the so so let's say and you've given some great tips on the message, right? So you got your message, you got your purpose right. Now, like you said, you don't want to talk to the thousands. So social media is great, and you know, like LinkedIn, I've got over three million views on LinkedIn. So, you know, it, it's a wonderful platform and it's it's driven me and, you know, the people I work with, lots of clients. But, you know, I really want to make sure that I've got my list, right? So the people that I really connect with, we resonate both ways are on my list, right? Something that I own. And, you know, what, what are some tips where you've seen, you know, okay, I've got the message, but, you know, how do I get people and foster that through my own uh, marketing list? Another great question. So that that is really where the rubber meets the road now, isn't it? Because you focus on your why. How do you actually put it into action? It was uh, Thomas Edison said that a vision without execution is an hallucination. <laughs> so if you don't if you don't put it into practice, then it's it's worthless, right? So how do you put it into practice, and how do you create content that resonates? How do you create lead magnets that allow you to build a list? And again. The answer to that is really rather simple. It's about putting yourself wholly into the shoes of your ideal target audience. And so by that, what that means is you have to, you have to genuinely feel what their life feels like. You have to realize and appreciate what their life looks, sounds, and feels like. I have an exercise that I do with my coaching clients called Prison to Paradise. And we I get them to really explore who the ideal client is, right, at a top-level basis. In, in marketing, they talk about segmentation and demographics and all of these things. Yes. A lot of that is, that's useful information, but it's not the stuff that makes the difference. The stuff that makes the difference is how people feel around what it is that you do and how you transform them from one state of being to another. The solution to a problem your, what you do is the solution to a problem. How do you solve people's problems? And so the way to kind of figure this out, whether you've been doing it for a hundred years or you're just starting out is to look at who the ideal client is, what their problem state is right now. How does it, how does it, what do they see when they look on the internet? What do they hear in the news from friends, from colleagues, from loved ones? And how does it make them feel? Usually it's things like, we have a, a finite number of emotions, right? So usually it's things like frustration, it's fear, it's anxiety, it's, oh, you know, lying in, in bed at night in a cold sweat, staring at the white ceiling, white ceiling syndrome, right? Over the, over the thing that you can solve. And then contrast that with the antithesis, with the paradise state. How now, after they've worked with you, how now do they feel? How does the world look to them? What is that transformation on an emotional level. So fear turns into joy, right? Anxiety turns into ah, peace of mind, calmness, a way of approaching and being the best version of themselves that they can be. So we've got two polar states here, one of prison, one of paradise. How do you get them there? So I'm your ideal client. You're an expert in what you do. How do you take me to that place of paradise? That becomes your process. That becomes your steps in your program, your course, your book, your service. That middle piece is the source of the best content, the best lead magnets, the best things that you can do because they're designed to get that person from prison 
to paradise. It's not just creating content or lead magnets to build a list. You're creating content with intent. So you're creating content to take somebody on a journey from a place of pain to a a place of pleasure. And it's intentional content that helps them on that journey. So then all of a sudden, what you've done is you've stepped into their shoes. You've seen the world as they see the world and you're, you're actually helping them. Yeah, you're building your list as a byproduct of helping them. That's why it's so critical for me to work with mission-driven people. Because when we're just out for us, that's this doesn't work. You can make a million lead magnets. They won't work. You can make one lead magnet that resonates, that genuinely wants to serve, to help, to make a difference in these people's lives. And then that's when sparks fly. Yeah. And yes, you make a you build a big list and you make a load of money off the back of that, right? But that's the secondary result yeah. of of the primary focus. Yeah, no, look, well said. And you know, you know, everyone everyone always says, you know, go and you know, ask people, you know, these questions, right? Which you've articulated well. But you know, everyone's busy, right? So, you know, how do you well if you've got any ways of, you know, how do you get to those people and and uh, ask them those questions when yeah you know they they you know yes you've got your own clients but often you're talking to people that aren't your clients yet how, how do you break that down you got any uh, examples or tips there yeah of course loads and loads right so so the the, the on a pra- on a very practical note if you've got clients they're your number one source right yes. speak to clients interview the people that have that that love you that really have derived derived benefit from what you do and what you deliver because they are one of the greatest sources of of reflection for you of that uh, amendment of your messaging of really finding the the words and the things that resonate and usually i do interviews with my clients clients right to to get this to bring out these gems of of wisdom and usually the cl- well er, not usually every time the client goes oh, i didn't realize that that was how this impacted them can I share a really quick story? Because it was super meaningful. I uh, worked with a, um, a consultant in London who basically placed nurses and care workers into hospitals and care homes around the UK. And um, they were pioneering this new way of, of filling these spaces in hospitals. And their messaging was all about how wonderful they are and how cool their app is. And I spoke to some of the nurses that are actually using the app. And I had a conversation with this wonderful human being. And she said to me, she said, Colin, on Christmas day, I went to the staff room in the, in the, in the ward. I grabbed my coat and I waved goodbye to the staff nurses on the ward. And I had the most beautiful Christmas with my family. And so what this app does for me is it gives me control over when I work and the freedom to choose the shifts that I want to do. And so how, that just like made the hairs stand up on the back of my yes. neck, right? Because how powerful is that? So, so all of a sudden, we've now got uh, the, the genesis of new messaging for that company that talks about freedom, that talks about control. Before, it was all about the app and how cool they are, and it was all about them, right? Now, it's in the eyes of the, the ideal audience. So now it's going, now it's like, rocket fuel for the business because now we're taking words from the horse's mouth and we're using them to articulate why we exist and, and what value we bring. So speaking to, to your clients is that 
a beautiful way to do that. If you've not got clients up already, there are there are tons of of mechanical, practical things that you can do. You can um, you can hang around in groups on Facebook around what you do. You can put your ear to the ground in places like Quora, Reddit. You can do Google searches and look at the related searches that come up in Google. How do I X? How do I Y? What is this? You can look at answerthepublic.com. You can look at peoplealsoask.com and find the questions that people are asking around what it is that you do. Again, one of the things I get my coaching clients to do is to make a big account, a word bank of yes. all of the phrases that people use. When somebody comes to you needing help, what do they say? Not what do you say or how do you answer? How do they articulate that help? So working with a, a bunch of therapists in, in the States and they're going, oh, um, he doesn't understand me. I love him. I don't look. And, and all of us, they're real enough. There's like eight therapists on this session and they're like real enough. They had a list of hundreds of questions that their clients are asking them when they, when they present. Right. So everybody's the same. We all, we know our field. We know our industry. It's just about casting your mind back and documenting those, what those questions are, how they articulate them, not how you do. Yeah. And then, and then a little known one, have a look on Amazon in your niche. Look at the best-selling books in your niche. We don't care about the books. Look at the reviews and read the reviews and see how they describe how they solve that problem. What's missing? What do they do well? What do they do not so well? That's that's the equivalent of doing a, a customer survey, right? And you can see how and where they're doing, doing things right so that you can fuel the fire uh, around what messaging you can incorporate. And then final one is surveying your list. So we're looking to build lists, survey them, talk to them, ask them questions, invite them to a conversation. And there are tons and tons. That's they're just reeling a few off. Yeah, the top no, of that's head. great. And look, we've also used um, uh, LinkedIn also LinkedIn outreach done, you know, well can provide the, the same value. So that, so that's yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. We could talk about this all day, but we do need for everyone else to, to get on with other things in their day. So just remind you that we're listening to colinscotland.com and it's 1L1T if you're uh, looking him up. And I highly recommend you look at that website. But just before we go into the next section, which is the live section, I'd like to talk to you about are uh, or do you have the sales system to get your next million in revenue. Now, I know the purpose is different from the revenue. So to Colin's point, you know, that's not the whole reason you're in the game. But, you know, let's face it, the, the money fuels what you really want to do in life. And you've got to research and get to that, like Colin said. But, you know, what about the system to help do that? And uh, if you just go to Paul Higgins Mentoring, dot com forward slash pulse there's nine questions you can answer in three minutes and then based on your results you will have a call with me where we'll set up a plan so paul higgins mentoring.com forward slash pulse so colin the next section is the live section so what are some daily habits that help you be successful so i i would feel like i'd lost my left arm if i didn't drink water meditate journal uh do some personal reflection and reading and uh, take a cold shower. They, uh, that's my kind of habit stacked morning routine, Paul. If I don't do any or all, any or all of those things, then my day always goes haywire. 
always got, I'm, I'm like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, right? Spinning around in that tornado. The day takes over me rather than me controlling the day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, that's great. well, the only one I'll add to that is uh, I do a 22-minute nap every day in the middle of the day. So oh, very I similar. love a nap. I have to try that. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. a nap. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be like, you know, if everyone probably goes, I do go to that image of George Costanza under the desk. But, you know, now we all work from home. It can be in your, your own bed now. It's a lot easier. But tell uh, you, yeah, I find that that's, that's brilliant. And, you know, for you, um, you know, what, you know, we sort of talked about the higher purpose, et cetera. But for you, what what success mean to you in your life? You know, what what ultimately are you looking to achieve? So for me personally, it's about having it's it is about having that freedom. So I work typically I I start work work with clients at 12 noon. The morning is mine to create, to meditate, to uh, develop to sharpen the saw as Stephen Covey calls it. Yeah. So for me, it's the freedom to choose, to choose how and when I, I do my work. Right. And it's doing that, that work that I feel called to do, expanding my domain knowledge and having capacity to serve, serve more people with what I do, but in a, in a way that I control that doesn't control me. So doing more business in less time. Yeah, great. So the next mm. section is the give section. So I know that, you know, you run your own community. You're definitely helping people that have got this great purpose in life. But where else? You know, is there a charity or a community that you personally support and why? Yeah, so in 2011, I set up a school in my local area, my local community. Education is something that really um, is really at my core, Paul. I, when I was in school, I kind of, I was always middle. I was never like the bright kid. I was never the, 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 the guy at the back of the class, but I was always kind of somewhere in the middle. And I thought I always, I wanted to be an author. I wanted to like live a, I wanted to live a great life. And, and I, I remember my class teacher saying to me, Colin, university's not for the likes of you. And that like knocked the wind out of me. Yeah. That did that, 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 that literally, you know, sent me on a pathway I did, I ended, I got a job. I left school at 16, got a job. I did end up going to night school, getting it. I got a degree. I got a master's degree. I ended up lecturing in marketing comms for the CIM in the UK. Right. So uh, that, that's, that's telling you teacher. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's left, um, it's left a, a kind of bitterness for me around the inequity and the injustice in, and the, the, um, accessibility if you like the equity in 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 a, a really powerful education so in 2011 we created uh, what is now one of the flagship uh, state schools in the UK education Paul that's where I give my yeah, my time brilliant brilliant and, and uh, yeah hope you know people now are getting much better advice than uh, than you got back in in those days so the last section is a rapid fire section where i'll ask you some questions you give me some rapid fire responses so the first one is what's your favorite piece of technology to run your business oh so many i'm a bit of a tech nerd rapid fire zoom zoom great what is your best sales tip oh stephen covey quote seek first to understand than to be understood. Excellent. And for you, um, where do you look to get help to grow your business? I know you're helping other people, but to grow your own business, where do you go? 
So I have, um, I'm part of accountability groups with, with peers, with people ahead of me, behind me, and we all help each other. So accountability groups. And I also always have at least, at least one, oftentimes two or three coaches of my own that help me in different areas, not just business either. So, you know, it may be, uh, acting or presenting or something completely different because often it's fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, and the last one is, you know, given all the experience that you and wisdom you shared today, what's some parting advice? What, what's something that an action step that someone can take that after listening with this, that can help them get closer to their purpose? So you've really got to take some time to reflect on the things that are important to you because the things that are important to you aren't the things that are important to the person sat next to you. And so focus on really reflecting on what that is for you. What are you good at? What do you do well? What skills have you got that you could bring to the world, not just in business? And then and then marry that with, well, who might value that? Because that's your beginning. That's the steer of, onto the target audience that you need to be focusing on. And it might be that you've already been doing that, but you, you'll have a steer as to maybe a, sh- a slight shift in direction. If you're just starting out, then it will give you that direction as to where to start to look for all of those things that we talked about earlier. And then the most important bit is the overlap between the two. What problems can you, could you solve for these people? So I always get my clients to get it, get a piece of paper, draw two circles that are overlapping in the first circle, write out all of your why questions in the second circle, write out all of the who questions of who would value that, who would pay for it, who would care. And then in the middle, what problem do you solve for people or what problems could you solve for those people? That's the overlap. That's, that's your business. That's what you do. That's how you show up in the world. Okay, brilliant. Well, look, you can find out more about Colin, as I said, at colinstockscotland.com. And remember, one one uh, T or one L and one, one T, but we'll have all the links in the show notes for Colin. And Colin's also got a fantastic uh, uh, way for you to find out your why. So it's a 20-minute, um, excuse me, 20-minute video with a great worksheet. So if you just go to colinscotland.com, you can find it there, and we'll also have the specific link in the show notes. So, Colin, uh, wonderful to have you on the podcast, and uh, thanks for sharing your wisdom. And once again, go check out Colin's website. If anything, you know, go check it out for the brilliant design and the way that he lays it out. I think you know he truly practices what he preaches. Thanks for coming on, Colin. Been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Paul. I really enjoyed that podcast with Colin. He had lots of value and I didn't really want to stop all the value he was sharing. So it's a bit, little bit longer than normal, but with me having a cold, him doing most of the talking definitely helped. So remember that resource that he's got, you can really work out how you define your purpose or your why. So you can go to his website at colinscotland.com. Remember 1L1 T. And if you want to find out if you've got the sales machine to get to that next million in revenue, please go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash pulse. Please take action to build, live, and give. Thanks for listening to the Build, Live, Give podcast. If you like what you heard, please share it and leave us a review. It would mean the world to us.